Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Welcome to HeyYA Extra Credit. Every other week, opposite the main HeyYA podcast, we'll bring you a short-form podcast of YA talk across a wide range of topics. This is episode 107.5, and I'm Tears of Price, and today I'm going to be talking about some great graphic novels that I have read in 2021 that I highly recommend. So before we dive in, let's get to our sponsor. This episode is sponsored by TBR, BookRite's subscription service offering reading recommendations personalized to your reading life and a great gift for the holidays for the readers on your list. Tell TBR about your reading's likes and dislikes and what you're looking for, and then sit back while your bibliologist handpicks recommendations just for you. TBR offers plans to receive hardcover books in the mail or recommendations by email, so there's an option for every budget. Give your bibliologist feedback, update your requests to stay in line with your reading goals and expanding horizons, and basically have your own personal book concierge. TBR is also available as a gift for the holidays. Just select the plan you want to give, and you can schedule the gift to be delivered on any day you want. But get your gifts fast because spots are limited this holiday season. Visit mytbr.co to sign up today or to start your holiday shopping. That's mytbr.co. All right. So... I am always looking for more great graphic novels to read, and this year I've read a lot of really good ones, but I wanted to talk about three of my favorite ones. And two of them are 2021 releases, and one is a 2020 release that I absolutely loved, but I feel like might have kind of gotten lost in the shuffle of 2020 being such a wild year, so I didn't read it until 2021, and I'm going to talk about it anyway. So first up is Cheer Up, Love and Pom-Poms by Crystal Frazier, Val Wise, and Oscar Jupiter. And this one is put out by Oni Press, which is a smaller independent comics publisher. And I loved this book so much. So Cheer Up is about two, at first, seemingly very different high school girls. One is named Annie and one is named Beatrice. Annie is kind of like this like fat, antisocial, lesbian weirdo. And she's kind of proud about this. She's sees like no need to, you know, fix who she is. But her mom and her school principal are just a little bit concerned about her social life. And they say like, look, Annie, you really do need to like be a little bit social. You need to join a club or a sport or just something. And so they kind of gang up on Annie, but like in a nice way to be like, you have to go out for something. And they really encouraged the cheer squad, which Annie's kind of like, I am not a cheer squad type of girl, but she does. And she actually finds that she really enjoys the cheer squad. It is, yes, physically demanding, but it's also kind of fun. And she realizes that the group of girls is really inclusive and welcoming and excited. And um, they have Beatrice as their team captain. And Beatrice is the school's only out trans girl. And so the cheer squad is like so supportive of her and they love having her on the squad and they vote her squad captain. 
And Beatrice and Annie were one-time friends ages ago, but drifted apart. And now they're kind of thrown back together in this situation. So they start training together outside of regular cheer squad practices and times. And they develop this really great friendship. And this friendship gradually starts to deepen into maybe something more. But one of the, um, I guess, challenges that they face is that Beatrice loves that she's been welcomed and included in the cheer squad, but sometimes she feels like the other girls on the squad use her as their, like, diversity token of, like, look, we have a trans girl as our team captain. And she's struggling with some parental issues. And I really liked that it was, you know, not the normal, or not normal, but not the typical trans teen issues that you see where like the parents are unsupportive but rather Beatrice's parents are so supportive but they're also really overprotective and they're worried that because their daughter is different she might become the target of some hate and some you know just people lashing out and so they really are you know very protective of her because they they don't want anything to happen to her so a lot of Annie and Beatrice's relationship is figuring out you know their friendship but also Annie supporting Beatrice and empowering her to stand up for herself and do things on her own terms. So it's just a fantastic graphic novel. I would very much love to see like sequels or more books about these characters. I really like that we had a story that included a trans teen in a sport that wasn't about like, oh, you can't play this sport because you're trans. So it just was really fun. So my next pick is Squad by Maggie Takuda Hall and Lisa Sterl. And I really like this book because it's a very interesting take on rape culture. Um, but just a heads up, um, it does discuss sexual assault. And it gets a little violent at times. Not the sexual assault part, but like there is some other violence. And it's related to patriarchy smashing. So this graphic novel is really fascinating. It is about... A teen girl named Becca, and she has just transferred to a new school. She doesn't really know anybody. And she befriends this girl named Marley, who is a part of this squad. And they're kind of like, you know, think of like the movie Mean Girls, where like everybody knows these girls as like a unit, and they are both kind of you know, held in awe and also slightly feared. So Becca's kind of like, whoa, you want to be friends with me? That's really interesting. And she really wants their approval, even though she notices that they are a little bit, um, I don't know, domineering, Oh, you know, just a tiny bit controlling. And she kind of just goes along with everything because she wants to be part of their squad. And then she discovers after a big party that there's, they have a secret, and their secret is that they turn into werewolves once a month, and they have to feed on human flesh. Um, so they get around the whole problematic part about having to kill somebody by always going to parties at like a nearby town or nearby school. They never party with like the people they go to school with, and they target basically boys who don't know the meaning of consent and don't know the meaning of the word no. And that seems like a pretty decent solution to Becca. So she agrees to become one of them. So now they're four werewolves, their own little pack, and they are going to parties and they have to feed once a month. But one month they go a bit too far and they're somewhat vigilante, you know, 
revengeance plot. And it starts to have them questioning both like their intents and their purpose and their morals. And it starts having them question each other. And I, I just thought that this was a really interesting and fascinating way to kind of get at this subject of like, you know, what do you have the right to do? And who has the right to kind of go after these types of guys? And things get really complicated. And Becca also starts to fall for one of her new best friends. And that's also complicated. It was really great. I love that the art is kind of dark, but with like these pops of bright color. Um, It feels kind of like pulpy in an 80s and 90s way, but it's also very much like set in the contemporary world. Um, This is really great feminist kind of on the horror side. Um, And it's already been option to become, I believe, a Netflix show, which I'm very excited about. So that is Squad by Maggie Takuda Hall and Lisa Sterl. It is excellent. And then the last book I want to talk about today is A Map to the Sun by Sloane Leong. And this one came out at the end of 2020. And um, I was very fascinated by this book just because it's a graphic novel about a group of sort of underdogs who join their school's first basketball team for women and about their season, but like also about their friendship. And then I actually got a copy of this book and I gasped because it's so gorgeous. So the color work in this book is just amazing. There's a lot of like gradient, bright neon hues. And if you like just look at the book, um, like the page block of the book, and then flip through the pages, like the colors just pop. They're really gorgeous. I really loved it. So it's about um, five girls, but really at the heart of it is the these two girls, one named Ren and one named Luna. And they meet before high school at this basketball court in their community. And they just kind of, you know, strike up a friendship. They are playing basketball, they're enjoying themselves. And then Luna just like completely ghosts Ren. And she doesn't hear from her for years until high school when Luna just like pops right back into life and she's, you know, starts school and she comes up to Ren and she's all like, hey, nice to see you again. And Ren, you know, has this family life that's kind of tough and she doesn't trust very easily. And so she's kind of like, what the heck? You totally ghosted me. We're not friends. And Luna doesn't really see it that way. So Um, That is happening. Meanwhile, they've got this like young teacher who's new at the school and she really wants to do something for the girls. And she thinks that it's really unfair that there's only a boys basketball team. And so she's going to coach the girls basketball team. And so she recruits Ren because she sees that Ren's a good player. Luna kind of comes along and then they pull along their three friends who all have like this range of willingness (laughs) to be a part of this basketball team. Um, So there's just the five of them. And they start training and they're really bad at first, but then they start to get better. And it's just this really beautiful story about friendship and all the complications that come with that. You know, every girl has her own stuff that she's dealing with. There is, you know, addiction that is tackled. There's complicated family life. Um, One of the girls is, you know, dealing with this relationship with a teacher that's very inappropriate, but she doesn't see it that way. 
So a lot of things are happening in their lives and it's not always easy for them to kind of compartmentalize. So their their friendships definitely are like the center part of the story. And it like all of these events kind of make them realize, you know, hey, we're friends and what do friends do? Like we need to be there for each other, not just on the basketball court, but like off the court as well. And it's really about them opening up and trusting each other. So I just thought it was this really lovely, like on the quieter side, graphic novel with just gorgeous artwork. So if you missed that in 2020, I highly recommend A Map to the Sun by Sloane Leong. And I believe that is all I have for you today. Thank you so much to today's sponsor for making the show possible. And thank you to our audio editor, Jen Zink, for making HeyYA sound great as always. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram. I hang out at at Tears of Price. That's T-I-R-Z-A-H-P-R-I-C-E. And then we will see you again next week for the main podcast episode where Erica and I will be chatting about found family YA. But until then, happy reading. Happy reading.